0: Welcome to First Sub FPL, another week, a good week actually in FPL world. Matt, how are you?
1: Not bad, mate. Not bad at all, thank you. It was... Average for me, I don't quite share your uh, enthusiasm, but yeah, not bad, not bad. We're Allenless this week, so if anything, that's cheered the 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 podcast up somewhat.
0: No great loss going Allenless, is it? We'll um, (laughs) we'll get through stuff quicker (laughs) without the chubby champs. I went into the week actually thinking it would be a horror. I took a minor say, I had no keeper. And I ended up getting 81 points. Well, 73 with a minus eight.
1: Yeah, you absolutely smashed it, didn't you? It was a decent great week. Review.
0: My change of tactics at the perm last week was to change to players that are good and players that are like watching. And it turns out that actually works in FPL. <laughs> getting good <laughs> players in your team works.
1: Yeah, that is that is a shock to me as well. Um I I was quite literally average I was one point above the, the weekly average after going 61 points on the Saturday and then ended up on 63 come the end of the game week so I was I only had Shea Adams to play after Saturday which meant Sunday was a bit boring a bit steady but it was it was okay um, but it was yeah red arrows unfortunately but um Could have been worse, I guess. Could have been worse. Yeah, I mean, you're only just below the average, aren't you? The Chubby Champs were um, 65 points, I think. Again, pretty steady for the Chubby Champs. They took a minus four. Oh my God, no, they didn't. They took a minus 12.
0: Yeah, the Chubby Champs brought in Sex God Cavani, didn't they? Which did not go to plan.
1: It didn't, No. Apart from it, Barnes also didn't do much.
0: Yeah, it's a shame he's not on actually tonight, because he would have got it, wouldn't
1: he? He would. I'm sure he would have given it the old I'm not bothered. I don't even like FPL talk. But <laughs> when it goes when it goes well for him, he's all all gung ho, and he. Uh when it when it doesn't, he, he pretends he doesn't care. But yeah, sex god cavani didn't pay off. Mares didn't pay off, which he he was definitely not alone in that. Um, And Brewster, just the one point. But talk us through the perm then.
0: The good week of the perm. So 81 points. I just went, I kept Martinez because I thought he's going to have two doubles coming up anyway. So yeah. I'll, just, I'll just take it without he, he hasn't been scoring well lately anyway, to be fair, so it was no great loss for me. Um, Walker-Peters got a lucky assist with that late penalty at Brighton, which I didn't think was a penalty. Van Arnhalt got an assist at West Brom. Chilwell, Blank, Robertson, clean sheet, at home to Wolves. Midfield, which I now love, having Salah, Bruno and De Bruyne in there all scored well, a captain De Bruyne, obviously, that that went well, but actually it could have gone even better. He had so many chances, didn't he?
1: He did, he did. I I watched, um, funnily enough, I started watching that game after De Bruyne had done all his point scoring, (laughs) but Uh. there was two one-on-ones, and there was also he put through Sterling, I think, again, for, for a really good opportunity. He could have had a monster hole, couldn't he? He could have easily had a, like a legitimate hat-trick chance and, yeah, another assist at least. It could have been on for a 40-pointer.
0: Yeah, I mean, he hit the bar as well, didn't he, early in the second half. I don't know if you saw that. And Yeah, it could have been a 40-pointer easily. I mean, I'll take 28 from a captain every week, but it was a bit of a case of what could have been. I had 2 who I think, well... Spoiler, I've already got rid of Ziyech this week. Yeah, you and me both. I may well have done even if he didn't get injured because I think Chelsea share the points a lot, which I don't like. Probably come on to that later once we've gone through our teams. And Bamford, Calvert, Lewin keep ticking away. Can't really get rid of either of them at the moment, the price they are, and they just chip away with six, eight points weekly, don't they?
1: Do you, know, do you know what, going back to the start of of the season, when we were looking at how many good midfield options there are, we we did put forward an argument of having the cheaper options as strikers and packing out the midfield, which, God, if you'd have had Bamford and Calvert-Lewin from the start as a, as a two and packed out your midfield, then you'd have been loving it, wouldn't you? If you if you just banked on those two as a... As a as two starters all the time and always played four or five midfielders, you, it would have been, you know, easy pickings. But no, it's a great looking midfield that you've got at the minute. And then, dare I say, who's who's coming for for ZH? Grealish, Big Jack,
0: old Jackie boy. Have you seen the picture circulating Twitter today?
1: Yeah, he's spent his time wisely uh, with the I'm... COVID
0: postponement. I did get in. I did do the move before I saw that picture. That wasn't what swung me to Jack.
1: I already had him in my team. I've captained him off the back of that picture <laughs> permanently. He's he's perma captain now. <laughs> um, but no, he's he's been enjoying himself. But why why shouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Looking at your team, there's obviously Matt. Tate Martin is out of the equation. A lot of people will have done the same as that. I know I did. Um, but of the four defenders Chilwell the only one to not have any return is attacking or defensive return is a surprise with Van Arnott got an assist didn't he obviously Robertson six points and Walker-Peters five points without late assist, like you say
0: You're quite surprised that Chilwell was the one to blank that's actually his first blank this season
1: Is it really? Wow
0: He played his first game game week four game week five he only got three points against Southampton but he did get an assist in that and then he's either got a clean sheet or an attack and return in every other game. So last yeah, week, oh, I've also took out Van Arnholt. I expected a bit more from him. I got, I put him in for Burnley away, Newcastle home, West Brom away. And he's got 2-1 and 5, which I'd have liked a bit more. But I've put in Reese James, the double up with Chelsea at the back.
1: Yeah, I've seen a few people talk about the, the treble at the back including Zuma in that I think a few people will go for that um, because especially as you suggested with Ziyech that their attacking returns are very shared aren't they so yeah. I, I think God if you look back four or five game weeks ago if you'd have trebled Chelsea defence with Zuma Chilwell and James Christ you'd have been on all sorts of points
0: yeah you'd but have been going was... well sorry you've still got Verna, haven't you out of the attackers
1: I have, and I'm not too put off by him at the minute. Um, I think he's one that I think he'll just chip away at the points. I think he's going to get, he'll get a couple of hauls. I think he's that type of player. But where he plays and how involved he is, I do think that that left hand side will be dangerous for for Chelsea all all season. So I'm not too concerned. I would like. I'd like to have a, a bit more of a budget for my midfield, but you know, it is what it is. Maybe maybe later down the line I'll look at taking him out, or if it's obviously forced through injury, then then I will. But I do think he's uh, pretty important to that Chelsea team, whether he plays as a number nine or, or out wide. So I'm not too concerned at the minute. The
0: thing I like about him is that he's getting so many chances. I mean his finishing hasn't been that sharp over the last few weeks, has it? But he's still getting getting the chances, getting in the right positions. And I think it, points will come. He's
1: really frustrating his finishing. You look at yeah. you look at that defensive clearance that he did at the weekend, <laughs> uh, that was a that was a bit of a piss take. But you look at like bloody some of the some of the chances he's had. He could have had a goal a game pretty much every game week.
0: Yeah, and I mean, if you compare him to like the two boys at Spurs, Kane and Son, I mean, they're getting two chances a game, scoring two goals. Werner's absolutely pepper peppering the stats and missing sitters, but I do think he's one that if you stick with, the points will come. Werner leads us on to social disdain quite nicely, actually. How did the week go?
1: Pretty average. It started off really well, but I didn't get too carried away because I knew that a lot of big players were playing on the Sunday. I had 61 points after the Saturday, which was, you know, nearly 40 above the average. But I, I wasn't too thrilled because I knew, like I say, I'd get caught up. Um, I I kept Martinez and Grealish. I started Martinez, but you know, knowing that he would take a blank. Chilwell, Cancelo, uh, Teller's and Taylor. Uh Tellez, that little assist which helped uh, Cancelo with a with a clean sheet. Um Fernandez, ZH and uh, KDB captain, obviously the same issues as what you had with ZH, mate, and then Werner with the uh with the late assist. Um and Calvert Lewin and Shea Adams. So yeah. Thank God I captain Bruno. Uh, thank God I captain De Bruyne because I was close to changing it last minute to Bruno.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't. I didn't even mention Bruno in my team, did I? But he, he didn't blank away again. <laughs> He's just phenomenal. He's like you could make a midfielder for FPL. You would just make him, wouldn't you? He shoots all the time, creates chances. He's on penalties, all set pieces. It's perfect. Whoa
1: he is mate he is and I don't want to you know always go on about United and um, we, you know, <laughs> we've done that enough especially with when the Truby champs here himself but <laughs> he just regardless of what form United are on he's got every chance of of hauling and I'm pretty sure I saw something that um, the last person to get Eight to create eight chances or more in a game was De Bruyne last season. I think he created nine, and obviously Bruno did that in forty-five minutes. And <laughs> De Bruyne would have done that in a in a game. So you know he's so heavily involved in in just everything that you know it, it is what it is. It's, I mean I'm in a difficult position next week though or this coming game week with four players playing in the Manchester derby. So that'll be that'll be. Interesting. Um, that's that's probably six
0: all. yeah. That's one that you just lob the four lads in and see what comes out of it. Bruno and De Bruyne, you're going to keep anyway, aren't you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. The thing is with Teles was dog shit against um, Leipzig midweek, but then when he came off, it got even worse, and Shaw was even worse. So I'm hoping that Teles still keeps his place. Uh, <laughs> Cancelo didn't play, which so, he played Walker um, midweek in the Champions League, which makes me hope that Cancelo gets the nod. But it's just complete guesswork, isn't it? It is guesswork.
0: I think he'll play Cancelo left-back in that because I don't think he'll trust Mendy in a big game yet and he'll want Walker's pace against Rashford. That would be my he guess.
1: Every chance. So, yeah, the lads have had a bit of a shake-up. ZH has made way. Uh, it's nice to have Martinez back in and Grealish, and I've taken a minus eight already. I actually did it yesterday um, morning <laughs> after criticizing him. I brought Brewster in just because he's so cheap. He just frees up some frees up some coin for um, for the midfield option that I've got. I brought Salah in finally, got a Liverpool yep. option. So Salah's got the captain's armband, and then after talking about Cancelo, then I forgot I took him out. <laughs> Ali- Alioski. Oh yeah. Um, so that was that was pretty much just to get ZH out for Salarin. Yeah. So in order to do that, we needed we needed a a, a minus eight.
0: Um I can't see any move to get Salarin. I can't criticize because I think he's probably the most consistent for giving the captain's armband. Like confident in him playing and he just he just gets the numbers, doesn't he?
1: He does, mate. He's, he's a ridiculous FPL player, isn't he? I mean in that I, I didn't mention that the striker to come out for Brewster was Calvert Lewin. So I finally right. bit the bullet with with Calvert Lewin. I'm hoping I'm hoping I finally time something right and that uh, their slightly increased difficulty of games coming his dividends but you know he's he's right at the forefront of everything they do isn't he so
0: I mean I think it's a good week to do it I can't see him hauling against Chelsea I can't see Everton getting that many chances to be honest and then they go to Leicester won't be easy either so yeah with the run coming up I think you may have timed that pretty well
1: and then Arsenal which is a complete lottery they could absolutely batter Arsenal but you know, in fact, I, I, I fancy him to win against Arsenal. I also fancy Carver to do well because he's everything that they don't want to play against in him, really. Yes. But, yeah. So it's interesting 4 4 2 going into, into the next game week. So, like I say, it's Martinez, Chilwell, uh, Telez, Taylor, Alioski, um, Fernandez, Salah, Captain, Bruno, Grealish, Werner, and Adams. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. see my captain changing really. And then Brewster first sub, Anguissa and Mitchell. So, yeah. Fingers crossed.
0: We're lined up pretty similar now. We've got the same midfield four.
1: <laughs>
0: and then and then we've got a few tweaks. I haven't, we've obviously got a different front two. Got Chilwell. But yeah, your Verner money, I've got probably a bit more invested in defence, but that midfield for me, I could see myself leaving that for a long time.
1: Yeah, especially with with Villa's decent run of fixtures until well, Boxing Day it's it's cushed up until Boxing Day, or at least on paper, then Chelsea United Spurs in a row, Chelsea United Spurs Everton in a row. But the argument is similar with Bruno, I guess. If if Villa do anything, it's through Grealish, isn't it? Pretty much so.
0: Well, yeah, De Bruyne, Bruno, Grealish and Salah, they're, they're the four talisman for their teams. Yeah, big time. Should we should we look at questions for the week? Yeah, go for it. Um, our Turkish listener on Twitter, NS Allen, has asked, Man City were having difficulty to score before the last two games. Do you think they scored because of... Burnley and Fulham been weak at the back or are they better at attacking now?
1: Oh, good question. I would probably say that it was the perfect fixtures for them to just come back and find a little bit of form. So, I think it's probably a combination of the two edging more towards the opposition as opposed to them doing anything different. But... Um, it... <laughs> From a from a Manchester United fan's point of view, it, it was they were dreadful fixtures. <laughs> but from an FPL players' point of view, they were fantastic fixtures for to get them back into the swing of things. So I'm gonna edge more towards it being fixtures that's done them a favour, I think.
0: Yeah, I think a little bit of both. I know some people were saying they didn't still didn't look um at their attack best against Fulton, but the way we've described De Bruyne could have had 40 points as captain I think they could have hit Fulham for five and you wouldn't have batted an eyelid the chances they created
1: easily it would have been you wouldn't have even come away from it thinking god that was a city special would you it was just it was absolutely routine and Fulham were really lucky to come away with just a 2-0 comfortable pasting
0: (laughs) I actually did a bit of stats digging, which I know we don't normally talk about stats too much on this pod, but um after that question I thought I'd have a look. And City posted the two highest XG performances of the season in the last two games. And De Bruyne's expected goals and expected assists per 90 was way above what he's posted previously to the last two weeks. Oh, really? So is it expected goals? up until the last two games, was 0.45 per game. And that, in the last two, it was 0.78. So, I mean, he's nearly doubled his goal for it in the last two games.
1: Yeah, I can see that. I think... Like I say, mate, I reckon, For unfortunately, from a Premier League point of view, it will have maybe kick-started him. He's just had like that little nudge to get the ball rolling, I think. And... Aguero is obviously on the verge of coming back properly now, isn't he? I think he scored yesterday in the, in the Champs League, so that'll only help De Bruyne, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's, still, he's going to be eased back, Aguero, isn't he? But it's it's only good, like you say, for De Bruyne with him coming back. Yeah, um, City of the team, uh, everyone was waiting for the, the first big win, and then they're the sort of team that you could see going and winning five, six games on the bounce, aren't they?
1: Oh, easily. Let's not forget that it kills me stopping to compliment them all the time but let's not forget that they are absolutely unbelievable on the day they still beat everybody in the league that can hammer anybody in the league and this is probably the, the worst start under Pep which you know they're still three or four points off top so it's not the end of the world is it
0: really? No no I agree with it so, yeah, for the worst start, they're still well within touching and distance and the fixtures they've got coming up. United will be... A, you can't really call how a United game will go, but otherwise, the fixtures are pretty nice. Right up until February, they've only got Chelsea away, which is tough for them. So, I could see them winning 80-90% of the games up until then.
1: Yeah, easy. It's well within reach from... The, the United one is is bizarre. It's sort of form goes a little bit out the window and yeah it, unfortunately I can see United uh, getting a good stuff in I think if we play anything like we did against Leipzig or anything like we did first half against West Ham then we're not going to be we're not going to be in touching distance come out of time so yeah it's going to be a disaster <laughs>
0: <laughs> But We then had a couple of questions based around the same subject of Liverpool, so FPL Noble Gen and FPL Faithful both ask, effectively, can you cover Mo with Yotta and the extra 5 million that he brings for you?
1: What does that extra 5 million get you, I guess? But yeah, it's all...
0: Is no, I think. It's all team relevant, but I would agree that it's no. Because he's... I don't think you can captain Yotta with any confidence. You don't know for sure he's going to play Salah. You can captain with confidence. He's on penalties. He's not going to get subbed off early that often. In general, he's a better player and he gets better chances. And he's again, he's their talisman.
1: Yeah, wholeheartedly agree. I think the the, the Yotta thing was summed up. You know when he played all four. Yes. Uh, was it two game weeks ago? Is it was a city, um, wasn't it? Of course, it was. Yeah, and I mean, Liverpool played some decent stuff, but he was—he was a bit. He just felt like he wasn't really playing. He didn't really have a touch compared to the guys, and that just doesn't happen with Salah. For me, Yota's got that, got that performance in him still one where he goes a little bit missing He's far from the finished article. I think he's been a great, he's a great signing and from FPL point of view is good value. But I think um, in terms of is he a replacement for Salah then the short answer I think is no but that's sort of caveated by if if that extra money can afford you Bruno and De Bruyne <laughs> then maybe maybe so but as a straight swap then no chance.
0: Yeah, I think I'd go back to game week one where we both went without Salah. And, I mean, yeah. he was that heavily captained with 40 points behind there straight away.
1: Yeah, that it was a bit of a risk. And, I mean, I've been toying with the idea of getting him or Mane in every game week, pretty much. And I'm kind of thinking, how long can I keep this up for? Because you get so far behind... The, the eight ball, that you you need to eventually just bite the bullet and bring him in. And that's pretty much what I've been led to led to do now, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I, I think you've done the right thing. I think back in Salah, good captain option for their easy fixtures all the time, like I said. so.
1: And also, I mean, I know they're at home to Spurs next week. But after Spurs, you've got Palace, West Brom, Newcastle, Southampton, Burnley. So, Christ, anything's possible. And I mean, there, there's, that's the sort of run of fixtures. If you include Fulham and Spurs, so that's two, four, six, seven. That's the sort of fixtures where, you know, he could get 70 or 80 points easy in those seven fixtures. Easy. Yeah, and if
0: you haven't got him and you're trying to cover with Yotta, who gets who only plays, I don't know, half the games, you shooting yourself in the yeah. foot.
1: Or even if if you go, if you try and do what I was doing before with um, trying to make up the salary money elsewhere and not even have anyone Liverpool. This is only the second Liverpool player I've had in my team all season after Trent. So I've, I've, I've just tried to go a little bit, um, well, a little bit around the houses, but just try and do a bit of a low percentage option and undercut a few people and some game weeks it's worked but overall it hasn't I would say unfortunately
0: (laughs) we had another question from Noble Jen asking who is the best sub 7.5 million striker to accompany DCL and Watkins
1: Uh, Bamford
0: yeah that was my that was where I went straight away on my notes Bamford.
1: Shea Adams, I think is, I mean, is uh, Ings being back now, is that going to affect him a little bit in terms of what he produces? It might have the opposite effect. I don't know, but uh, for me, it's got be, it's, it's Bamford. I think he's proven in the way that Leeds play again, going overall ground. But even if even if Leeds finish 16th in the league, they're going to score plenty and. It looks as though, against all odds for me, I, I didn't expect him to have this sort of impact at all, but I've been completely proven wrong, happy to admit that, but he's he's key to their to the way that Bielsa sets up, clearly.
0: Yeah, completely agree. I'm also happy to admit I was wrong, because I never never saw a day where I'd be happy to have Patrick Bamford in my field team, but <laughs> And he started every game. I looked over the last five and he's actually got the highest XG in the league out of any player in the last five games, which uh, I'm not totally sold on XG because if you're a good finisher, you outperform XG anyway. But it shows that he's getting in the right places and getting chances.
1: It does, definitely. I mean, looking at the... I've just looked at the... um... Other options for sub 7.5, was it? Yeah. Did Noble say, yeah. I mean, you've got Tammy, who the problem with Tammy, I guess, is most people will treble upon Chelsea. And if you are trebling upon Chelsea already, he's likely to not be involved in that. But if you aren't and you need um, sub 7.5, then he's an option. But there's been a bit of a resurgence of Giroud lately, hasn't there? So
0: does that I, was, I was, I was going to say my my punt suggestion for that place would be Giroud.
1: Well, one or the other, but then it's you've got that problem again, haven't you? Bloody, who you? Who are you picking? I mean, Ollie Watkins is there, but for point one less than Bamford, I would probably go. Even though Villa are having a better season, I would probably still go Bamford. Um. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. Shea Adams, like like we've already touched on, I think he's a good option. And then, then you're into the realms of complete hit and miss options, which there's no point even looking at if you've got seven point five million. I mean also Bamford saves you one point three million on that seven point five. So could that could that get you an elite player, go towards an elite defender or or somewhere else? I think he's he's really good value.
0: Yeah, I'd agree. The saving could go with a Liverpool run we've just talked about. If you haven't got Robertson or Trent back now, isn't he? The money could go there. Definitely. Are you set on captain this week? Definitely Salah. I know he played 90 last night.
1: There was someone who I saw online, FPL Physio, I think it might have been. He put that, um, not to be too alarmed with... With the playing 90, Klopp rests his players based on the based on a green, amber, and red um, zone thing run by his his medical team or something. And apparently, it's likely that Salah, in order to be uh, in prime condition for the weekend, would have needed would have been advised to have played 90. So right. he said, if there was any any concerns over his fitness, that he would have. It would, it would have been dragged off or wouldn't have even played. So that was the take that he, that this uh, fella's took online. And I've I've just believed it wholeheartedly. It could be the biggest load <laughs> of shit ever. I've, I've just gone all in. So that's, yeah. I've, uh, Fully bought it. Yeah, I'm now an expert on Klops' medical uh, running of the club.
0: That would make sense, though, because he missed... About a week and a half was it from Covid where he would have been just training on his own? Yeah, yeah, he
1: compared it to the Havertz situation apparently. Apparently, Havertz is, is the same, or Chelsea got the same system, or something. Again, I'm just it might be the biggest load of fake news, but it's uh, it's on Twitter, so it's got to be true, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I can't see him not playing at Fulham. I do yeah. know. They've got three games in a week, haven't they? Because they've got Spurs midweek,
1: yeah. Which it's similar to although they've got an option in Yota, he's the one that it's always seems to, in my mind, be between for me and Noamana. If anyone's getting dropped, it's like Salah's the, the one that doesn't really come into consideration for, for being dropped, like, like other people we've spoke about. Um, you know, Bruno, I know Bruno. Sort of contradicting myself there, but he got dropped for or well, rested for the Leipzig game. Um, but in terms of squad rotation on a, on a on a normal week, he's sort of not really considered for for rotation, is he? <laughs> or should he? I can't
0: I can't see it happening again either after that first half that no. was Ham.
1: <laughs> Definitely not. Twofold in the sense that how good he was when he came on, and just how shit United are when he's seemingly not on the pitch.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm going Salah captain as well. I've got the vice on De Bruyne, but I don't think it matters. I think Salah starts and you can't look past Fulham away for a captain shout for Liverpool. No,
1: definitely not. I've got the vice on 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 Bruno, but that wasn't really a conscious decision. Um, I'll probably, yeah, I'll probably keep on. It'll be Bruno or De Bruyne, be, uh, but. I'm happy with it staying on Bruno. Like I said, I agree with you, mate. I I think Salah's starting. (laughs) So the vice is um, in there.
0: Did anyone else catch your eye from last week? I've got one on the watch. Zaha.
1: Well, yeah, but this is, we've come to the start of the really tough run that we spoke about a while ago, haven't we? We said we hyped up the, the run that Palace had. In the build-up to the Spurs game, it was amazing on paper, but uh, now now it looks tough to say the least. So, um,
0: yeah, I've just looked at Tottenham, West Ham, Liverpool, Arsenal, Leicester, then Sheffield United, then Arsenal, and Man City. It is pretty tough. It's to be honest, it's probably probably that Grealish spot in the team. It coincides with Grealish's run getting harder as the hearts gets easier again. So that might be a nice swap then.
1: Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. I think they're similar in the sense that, like you, you said earlier, the catalysts for their team, when they do well, they're generally the players that perform. But the way that Palace seem to set up, especially against the bigger teams, is they do really try and... You know, I look back at that United game, although it was a good result for them, they just sat back and sat back and then just tried to pick you off on the counter. And it's not really, you know, some of the stats we've seen, they're not particularly flattering, are they, for the for their attacking um, assets?
0: No, they're a, they're a bottom half Spurs. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. why why sets up doesn't into to, to counter attack, but they haven't got the quality of Son and Kane. And Zahar is their their counter attack basically. I like Eze. Eze looks a good, player.
1: Yeah, he does. Definitely does. And there's no doubt that that Zahar is an asset, big time. But I think we we spoke a few weeks back that that Palace assets, uh, attacking assets, don't really interest us. And I'm still. Even if they had a decent run of fixtures, he's not one that really appeals to me. He will—he's hot and cold, isn't he? He will get returns, no doubt about it. But he'll also be likely for five blanks in
0: a row. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, I like him as a player, but he's not—he's not one that I'd be looking to get in. Is he? No. First sub team had a stinker. They got four, 41 points on a minus four, so 37, with the average at 62. They had a big drop. Yeah. Um, obviously, Grealish didn't play, so Brewster came in with one point for him. rest of the team is Martinez, Chilwell, Diaz, Creswell, ZH, who's going to have to go this week. Yotta, Bruno, Mares, Fernavadi.
1: Yeah. Does that make the does the ZH situation make the um, the the transfer decision a lot easier for us? Do you think? Yeah, I mean, what we need to put around the houses, is it? I don't think so. Obviously, we've got Grealish to come back in, and then we could. I don't know how much we've got. I feel like we've got some decent money in the bank, actually.
0: We've only got half a million now.
1: Oh, was it last week we had some money in the bank, was
0: it? Yeah, we brought Maris in. So we've got 8.7 million for if we're doing one transfer for a midfielder. We'll see if we can get that team back on track after the stinker. I think I've actually gone above them, which is first time this season that's happened.
1: I was just about to look to see where I was in comparison to them, actually. But um no, I'm still I'm still below <laughs> them
0: ahead of yourself there.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm still <laughs> 10 points off him.
0: The Chubby Champ has actually um, text about his transfer this week. He sold Sex God after a one-week cameo. He's brought Ollie Watkins in and he's Captain Salah. So there's a quick review for the Chubby Champs.
1: Sensible decisions from, from the Champs.
0: Yeah, after a blowout minus 12, he's gone back to He's grounded himself again and ain't gone sensible.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's it's amazing what a diving header can do for people when Sex God gets on the pitch. You <laughs> make the world go crazy for a week and then reality hit again. I think I'd say that's about it, mate, for this we'll, week. Yeah, yeah, another short one, but we uh, we'll try and we'll keep on on teasing it, but we will try and get one out earlier next week. Um, oh, in fact, we'll try and get one out before the. The next game week. So yeah, we're
0: looking at doing one on Sunday night, aren't we? Yeah,
1: we'll try and get one out Sunday night.
0: But... Tough, tough schedule for FPL when the games come thick and fast. Isn't there like I think there's six games in about twenty summer days over Christmas period.
1: Yeah, I can see. I can see a chubby champ laying missing a game week.
0: I'd say that's a banker. <laughs>
1: Missing a deadline. Sorry, not missing it. But anyway, I'm gonna go uh,
0: feed the that cat. cat. The,
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's been it's been a test in half an hour with the cat meowing outside. Uh, not outside the house, man. Before people are in the RSPCA, <laughs> she's very warm and well outside the flipping living room. But yeah, we'll um we'll see what next week's got in store for us hopefully it's a slightly better one for social distancing.
0: yes alright mate I'll catch you next week and thank you for listening yeah. Cheers,